0: Welcome in primers to what we are calling our state of the Arrowverse address. Uh, This is in addition to everything else we've been bringing you for these for the past week for our hundredth issue celebration Uh, from the showcast spotlight here on the next level podcast network. I am Ben Beck
1: and from the caffeine crew cast of pods. I am Rob Martin
0: and we hope so far you guys have been enjoying what we've been bringing you. We brought you the hundredth the official hundredth. Uh, issue where we talked about the shows of the week we brought you their interview with john Wesley ship we brought you an interview uh late arrival with uh david harwood and uh, still pending a scheduling with tom welling i got an a, an email today from his rep saying uh don't worry we haven't forgot about you we, we're just waiting on a time so the interview with tom welling is still coming it has still been promised by his rep that it's happening uh it might not happen until next week now but Hey, you know, we'll still bring it to you. And then, of course, we're bringing this to you where we're reuniting some people uh, as part of this. We're bringing on two former guest co-hosts, uh, formerly, well, still listeners of the podcast, but started out as listeners and have eventually uh, become co host at one point or another uh so rob let's let's bring them on i'll introduce one you introduce the other uh and i only think it's appropriate that i do this one because he is now a part of the next level podcast network formerly and still of the bats bows and books podcast and now of the what lurks behind podcast zero podcast here on the next level podcast network paul williams
2: hey everyone how's it
0: going Wow, I set up all that fanfare, and that's all (laughs) you know. Did you want me to go all creepy? (laughs) No, I'm only kidding. I'm I'm only kidding. It's all good. It's all good.
1: (laughs) And joining us as well, uh, a person that actually took over our podcast and actually even got his own special banner, uh, crossing out our names and replacing it with his (laughs) own, uh, our good friend and loyal listener, Shad Welsh.
3: I am back.
1: (laughs) And uh, even though uh, he couldn't be here with us tonight, uh, with us in spirit, and uh, we're gonna get us get him in here in some way, shape, or form soon, uh, our good friend Jackson Howard, uh, who was we were trying to bring in as well, he was the other person that helped take over one of our other episodes of the show too. So, uh, but I'm at least happy to bring you two along in with me and Ben for our little weird broke ass ju- uh, Justice League. So,
0: <laughs> broke ass Justice League that we're calling. I think this. that's
1: the best way to call us. Yeah, sure, why not. We're kind oh, of like we're, we're the broke ass Justice League International. There you I, go. Even I was better. thinking, I was thinking <laughs> yeah. like
0: a Legion of Boo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if we talk about Arrow, yeah, that would be accurate. <laughs> well,
0: we're going to talk uh, about Arrow. Um, so, it's but yeah, uh, painful. it's going to be painful. But yeah, um, uh, first things first. Before we do that, uh, I just have to say we've over the course of the past uh, week or two, uh, thanks to the help of John Wesley Ship and David Harborough and. David Harbour. Um, <laughs> Wait, I was like, who? No. Yeah, David <laughs> what are you Harwood. doing here? David Harbour like, is from Stranger I, I, Things. I, yeah,
1: it's Stranger Things, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, huh? Uh, <laughs> when did we talk to him?
0: So. Uh, David Harewood. Is, um, this episode's already starting to go upside down. There you go. Uh, no, we've we've gained a lot of more a lot of new attention to the website, uh, a lot of new listeners uh, to the podcast as well. So we want to welcome all those people in and just let you know that hey, we do these kind of special edition things every once in a while. We do these listener takeovers, and we have to do another game night one night too, even if it's so not. Jad can
1: destroy us. Yeah. Well, I was going to say even <laughs> if it's not,
0: even if it's not injustice, uh, we'll do something.
1: I still think that after season two of uh, Batman uh, Enemy Within wraps up, we should do a Twitch live stream where people can come in and take over and actually help vote on our choices and decisions. I still haven't
0: so, played that, that would be cool. I don't know if that's possible, though, because they time your decisions.
1: They allow you to do it, though. That's They have crowd play in those games. So. Yep. Uh,
0: oh, okay. So yeah. if you play it as a crowd play, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
1: So we could have the bastardization version of that character for DC primetime that we could bring people together and maybe do an episode per week or something like that for a little while.
0: Yeah, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as we mentioned at the top of this edition, this is the state of the Arrowverse address in which we've brought on Paul, we've brought on Chad and Rob and I to join them. And basically, that's exactly what this is. We're just going to talk about how we feel the Arrowverse is currently. And when we say Arrowverse, we are including Black Lightning into this um into the mix because it is one of the shows that we do talk about every week. So how do we do we want to do this? Do we want to go show by show by show or do we just want yeah, to make this a blanketed kind of thing? Want maybe well
1: yeah, why don't we go show by show by show? I think that's the right way to go and do this. I think if we dive in, we could end up focusing too too much on one, and then like, okay, it's been thirty minutes. Good night, everybody. Have a have a good one. This way, we can say, okay, you know what? We can we can just go through this bit by bit, and and kind of get our piece out about each show, kind of as a as a cons- not even a consensus, because it's it's just all of our opinions allowing to be heard and be able to bounce off of each other a little bit. But we'll try to maybe keep it to what five minutes per show. I think it's a say like I was going to we like
0: going to 7 minutes we're going to a little of the union or of a Union where of a just where we a are going to give each show a particular time period. I'm going to keep time uh, with everything on my phone. Uh, so we're going to keep it as an open floor forum between all of us. And then when we hit that time. we whether we've covered it or not, we are moving on to the next show. Does that sound good? So, uh, h- perfect. Good. How, how about this? If you have a
1: timer, if we can set to five minutes. At five minutes, you can say closing arguments. <laughs> so that
0: that works perfect. That actually works for me. So I'm setting perfect. my timer. Uh, I will, when I say the floor is open, I will start the timer and we'll go from there. So, uh, let's start with the show is currently on break. It will be returning April sixteenth. Uh, let's start with Supergirl. Uh, let's talk about some of the highs, some of the lows. What we want to see, what we've enjoyed, and whatnot. And as of right now, the floor is open. Don't, okay, everybody, well, I say, don't everybody start. Okay, at once.
1: I, I was gonna say, you know, let's start Two with words. our guests. So, Shad, let's kick off with you. Two words:
3: it's a cohesive story. This season actually has one. <laughs> I'm just, I'm happy that there's actually a clear direction. This is the bad guy. This is what they're doing. That that last
1: season, good freaking lord. <laughs> well, seasons seasons one and two ran into the same problem. They 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 hit the ground running yeah. the season and said, "Hey, here's Samantha. She's ultimately going to be our bad guy." If you've been following our casting decisions, and uh, I I think that was the best thing they could have done. Um, I I do think that it it. Got a little slow, like bringing Morgan Edge in, I think, was a little bit kind of like, hey, do you guys remember Maxwell Lord? Here's a replacement for him. And that's kind of what it felt like. It, it, I would have rather them say, hey, let's bring back Maxwell Lord. Um, I think you could have gotten the same storyline across. Max versus Lena Luther. could have been just as great, would have been just as fine.
2: Yeah, I, I think for me anyways, the, the bad guy in seasons one and two are the writers. <laughs> Which they, they they seem to have now shipped off to Arrow, but we'll wait We'll wait to get to there. But yeah, like, this season, like, it started, for me anyways, this season started off a little slow. I was kind of like, uh, it's going to be another one of them. But I have to say, like, up to the point we're at now, the show has actually gotten a lot stronger. And it actually has me, like, watching each week again where... At the beginning of the season, I was kind of letting a, a week go by and be like, oh, I'll get caught up next week and stuff like that, where now I'm like actually paying attention and keeping up with each episode as they come out. So,
0: yeah, I think one of the things I was initially worried about before this season even started was the whole rain storyline, because I was like, okay. You know, we got Doomsday out of Batman v Superman. Smallville did a Doomsday version. Rain is technically a Doomsday-like character, uh, but I think they're doing it. I think they're doing it really well. And I know one of the things that Rob, you and I talked about, and I think Shad and Paul, you guys can agree with this as well, is one of the highlights of this season was that first fight between yes. Supergirl and Rain. Um, it was the, one of the first fights that kind of took Supergirl down a peg, and it was probably one of the highlights. At one of the best action sequences we've gotten out of this show in three seasons. Oh,
1: hands down, that was easily the best action sequence. That was, as we even said in that review of that episode, it was the first time that Punches had weight and gravitas to them. Like, it meant something for that fight. Yeah, it, it
2: wasn't just, like, Supergirl blowing cold air or using her, like, eye ray vision shit. Like, this was they're smacking each other around and there was blood and it was carnage. It's like, wow, that was actually a really good fight.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And it was one of the highlights of that episode. And I think that fight is what really changed my mind about the whole Reign storyline. I think up to that point, I was still a little skeptical as to what they were going to do with it. But, mm -hmm. you know, because again, like I was a big fan of Smallville. And when they brought Doomsday into it, I was kind of excited. And the the Doomsday uh that they did in smallville was kind of weak um you know very rubber costume kind of thing yeah uh, and it, it kind of left me a little disappointed not with the show just in the storyline in general but when they brought in rain and the way they handled it i was totally converted at that point and i'm like okay now i really want to see where they're taking this
2: yeah
3: also i have to point out since that fight knocked kara out we finally got streaky
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say that too. And I'm like, the one thing I've been asking for since season one, when we started this show, was I want streaky the super cat, and they delivered. Um, so best season ever of Supergirl, regardless of whatever comes before, like, before and after.
0: Just because so. of streaky?
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, I not think, really,
1: but yeah. <laughs> but I think, um, I, but I will say that. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. no, go ahead. I was just going to say, honestly, one of the best key things about the season that make this amazing, though, too. Legion of superheroes. You um, you just that was oh, yeah. exactly
0: where I was going. Mm-hmm.
3: Thanks. To, I think it was you, Ben, that said uh, Brainy looks like Doc Brown. I, I can't not <laughs> see that now. That's all I ever see. I think that was me on that one. I think it was Rob. Oh, was it you?
0: Yeah. yeah. I yeah. assumed
3: Ben because of the uh, the whole Back to the Future
0: thing. I am the Back <laughs> to the Future fanatic, but no, I think that was Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but he does. He looks like Doc Brown. It's so ridiculous. It's just the hair. Yeah so but yeah it's um the season has been great so far I, i've loved the the return of chris wood as mon as well as the rest of the legion of superheroes and uh you know one of the things that we were saying i think from what season one rob was uh the legion rings you know mm-hmm. i think we saw what one of the legion rings in the fortress of solitude and we were wondering what was going to happen with that and now now we know where it's going
1: yeah, uh, I think it was early season two is when we got to see it for the first time. Okay, correct and then, me uh, if I'm. Oh, sorry, I was oh, just go gonna ahead. say,
2: correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't we also see the Legion ring on one of the Flash episodes?
1: Uh, yeah, it was in one of the uh, times where Barry was jumping through the time. Uh, time okay, stream. okay. Yeah, it was when true. we first saw it. Yeah, and then oddly enough, the first place that we see it is Supergirl. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think um, I, I think that was one of the best things, and the best additions that they've had it was being able to see those things and see these characters. Um, you know, I, I, I'd be I'd love to see a season just purely revolve around Kara in the future, uh, down the road. Uh, once they say, "Hey, this is what the Legion was up against, and now they've helped us save the day. Let's go help them." And what wouldn't that make such a great uh, season next year?
0: Absolutely, yeah. Um, I know one of the things uh, that I'm looking forward to seeing, I don't know if it's going to happen this season or if it's ever going to happen again, but uh, I'm waiting for the return of Supes, man. I want to see Superman return. Uh, even if it's just for an episode. We I don't think we've seen him since the finale of last season, have we? Uh, no. Uh, no. Yep, no, no. We haven't seen him at all this season. So uh, we are Our five minutes are up, so we are into about another minute or two of closing arguments. So let's talk about what we predict for the, the rest of the season and what we would like to see.
1: Uh, I'm going to go first. I'm going to say we're going to see Saturn Girl die before seasons end. No! Uh, <laughs> uh, I like her. I do too, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> either she's going to die or we will see the marriage uh, between Monel and her come to a close. We'll see yeah. Monel and Kara back together, together uh, again, which I don't think is a bad thing whatsoever. They have a really great on-screen chemistry if they have it. Dude, play it up. It, there doesn't you, you don't any, add anything horrible to a show by having a love angle to um to with characters that actually can play off of each other in a great way. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that's definitely where, where we're we're going to see, and uh, uh, I I think we definitely know where the rain story is going to culminate and how. So yeah, uh,
0: how about you, gentlemen?
3: I'm waiting for Jeremiah to come back.
0: Yeah, that was actually yeah. going to be one of mine as well. And I have, um, I, I, there's two things. I, I might as well just jump in with mine too. There's, uh, I think that we're going to see, um, I know one of the things I would like to see is I would like to see Jeremiah Danvers return, but I would like to see my prediction come to fruition since Hank Henshaw is Cyborg Superman. I want to see Dean Cain return as the Eradicator.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah, that would be cool
0: that would be um, that would be
2: really awesome yes
0: that'd be that would be my prediction I, that's I don't know if it's gonna happen this season but I would love to see it at some point
2: uh, shatter Paul I really don't how much I'm just enjoying it I just <laughs> for for once I'm not angry at Supergirl this year it's like okay I'm just
0: gonna take it all in okay <laughs> all right. Uh, All right, so then let's move on to, I think, one of the strongest, one of the stronger, if not the strongest, shows out of the Arrowverse right now. Uh, Let's talk a little Legends of Tomorrow. It's the show that's currently airing in the Supergirl time slot. It's almost over. We have about three more episodes left before this season wraps up. But uh, the floor is open for Legends of Tomorrow.
2: Best show (laughs) show in the Arrowverse.
0: Yeah, I
1: was about to say it too. Best show. Agreed. Without question, um, I will dive in immediately right onto this because this has been my favorite show for years. Last year, uh, last year um, I think was an amazing season that had kind of a a weak finale. Uh, this season, going into the start of it, I was kind of like, eh. Well, I didn't really care about how it ended last year. There was no wait. Uh, to how the story ended, it wasn't anything like season one going into season two, uh, but man, was I wrong about them being able to deliver a fun story. And uh, hands down, every week has been phenomenal. There's no weak episodes. I think this year, whatsoever. Um, you know, we've we've gotten we get three full appearances by John Constantine in this show, uh, which is just amazing. By the end of the season, so that's an awesome way to end this. But Uh, the weight of and the loss of characters in the show has been massive, but every time they fill a seat, um, those seats have been filled by really fun, interesting characters. Like, Wally West immediately becoming a one of the best versions of that character that has existed so far in the universe that we've been watching. Uh, Zari, a very interesting character. It took her a couple episodes, but once you got to see her paired up with the right people, um, it just worked. And honestly, I got to say this, and I'll say it a thousand and one times. Damien Dark needs to continuously be one of the big bads every season. Yes. It is proof positive that Neil McDonough helps make that villain work in that show. And, Give them somebody to play off that's just as goofy and silly, but at the same time is able to be evil and kind of terrifying.
2: It's kind yeah. of interesting. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's kind of interesting that the two characters that want to kill each other are the two that need to stay on the show, <laughs> Sarah and Damian Dark. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's a constant playoff of each other that they have to do. And I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, the the addition of Courtney Ford into this season, too, as um As Nora Dark has been especially. Is it? No. Is it Nora? Yep. It is Nora. Okay, that's right. As Nora Dark, uh, a.k.a. Brandon Routh's wife, um, has been uh great uh but the two of them playing off of each other neil and courtney have been extremely well too and I, we mentioned it a couple weeks ago the episode with brandon routh and courtney ford as the two main features was just fantastic because it was the two of them finally getting to play off each other but mm-hmm. i think one of the things that we haven't really noted about this season that is really worth mentioning is let's not forget this was a show that when it was developed People kind of put it aside because they thought, okay, these are just castaways from the the rest of the Arrowverse that they're throwing together in a show. This show will never last. Uh, and even one of my a good friend of mine has never really gotten on board with Legends of Tomorrow because of that. And I keep constantly telling him, you need to get on board with this show. It's one of the best shows. It has become one of the best shows in the Arrowverse. Um, one of the strengths of this show in the first two seasons was that. And Rob, you and I have mentioned this quite a few times. This was an episodic kind of show. It wasn't really it had an underlying continuing storyline, but these could be a week to week to week story. You could jump in at any point. This show has kind of taken a format change in that this is now a continuous storyline throughout, but it works even better than the previous format. Now, that's why this show is so strong this year. And not only that, one of the highlights, one of the best parts about this show that I'm really enjoying is that while, yes, every single character on this show is a superhero, when's the last time we've really seen them focus on their powers? We haven't mm-hmm. seen Nate steal up in a while. We've seen the stuff with the totems, but that's just because that's what the storyline is about. Um, You know, Ray hasn't put on the Adam suit in a while. Nate hasn't stealed up in a while this show is so good at focusing on these characters at the core of the character rather than what their abilities are. And that's Mm -hmm. why I love it.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: My favorite is easily just Damien. I love that you have this, this crazy, intimidating, powerful, deadly, bad guy who is also just a wise ass. So, so freaking funny. (laughs) It's so like the first thing he says when they brought him back to life. Who stole my watch? <laughs> that's, oh <laughs> and my then, God, that's right.
2: I'm going to kick then, my own ass.
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. That's where I was going. That is my favorite line from this entire season.
0: And it, it, it's so funny because I do it a lot. I do it so much on the podcast. And I apologize because I'm going to do it again with the name drop. Um, when I had the opportunity to meet Neil at a wine mixer. And just the way we met with dancing and bumping into each other and the wise-ass comments that he was giving me that night, you look at that night and then you look at him playing Damien and I just – I watch and I'm like, you're 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 damn Damien Dark. You are Damien Dark. There's it's no Neil McDonough
1: as Damien Dark as Neil McDonough. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's exactly
0: what it is. It's, I think it's one of the reasons why Damien is portrayed so well on the screen is because he's really just being himself. Well, it's
1: kind of like Brandon Ralph. Like, you know, Brandon Routh as, as Ray Palmer, it, it, it's essentially, nope, that's just Brandon Ralph, and I would buy that. And everybody says he is generally that sweet and that nice. Uh, they, they cast these characters for uh, the right exact reasons. They may have all come from, the majority of them at least, from other shows and brought all together, but I mean – they truly; Those writers truly know the caliber of those actors and what they're capable of doing. And they write to their strengths. And I think that really is proof positive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Geez. Even, the-
2: when, even when I watch like Captain America now, I still instead of calling him dumb, dumb Duggins, I call him Damian <laughs> Dark.
0: <laughs> I do that when I watch Star Trek First Contact. He's not the lieutenant anymore. Now he's Damien. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ah, man, Ravenous is a a very different film to me nowadays, too, so it's okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have reached the five-minute mark, uh, so closing remarks before we move on to the next show, I just want to say, as far as predictions go, I don't really care. Uh, this show has proven it's worth. Uh, they could go wherever they want to go and uh, on top of just wanting to see John Constantine continuously be a part of this show, uh, I really it doesn't matter to me where they go uh, but I will close up my remarks with saying that this show brought me two of the most emotional moments, not just this season but the the season before uh, and that would be the loss of Leonard Snart the first time uh, Earth won Leonard Snart and of course uh, I will freely admit, Crying twice over the death of Martin Stein. Oh
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I. What more can you say about a show that brings us Bebo, the God of War? Um, <laughs> you know, I. You know what? Again, I. I. I think you're right, though. I. I think this show has heart in spades. I mean, it's it's just amazing with how much a pure emotion that show can drag out between. Making you sad one one minute, uh, terrified for these characters because these are all no no name no nothing characters, and it's proved out of all these shows that when a character dies in in, in legends, <laughs> that usually means they're dead. Um, it, it's there's a sense of you just don't know what's coming next, and I think that's what makes the show kind of top dog of the Arrowverse heap.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, closing remarks. Uh, any other last closing remarks before we move on?
2: Well, for me, I mean, being a horror fanatic as as I am, what I've loved about Legends is the darker aspects this season as well. Like we had one episode where it was practically like watching The Exorcist. That yeah. it was just like it, it was bizarre and it was dark, it was creepy and stuff. And I actually like really appreciated that because they fitted in perfectly. That it didn't change the story too drastically, but at the same time, it fit just perfectly as a piece in the like in the puzzle. To be honest, like, like we we were talking before recording, if this show gets renewed for season what five, four, five or four four, four. Yeah. season four, Constantine needs to be a regular. He has to be. He fits in so perfectly. Although like, the fact that Sarah seems to like have made the uh, wave rider her shagging wagon. Um, <laughs> she she'd really be stuck between a rock and a hard place trying to figure out which one to go with Ava or John but oh well I'm sure they'd make it funny Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it'd be it'd be interesting to see where John would fit uh and you know as much as we love the character uh he fits really well into the storyline because it has to deal with you know possession and and, Mm -hmm. and and such so he fits really well if they were to bring him on to keep him continuously on the wave rider it'd be very interesting to see where they'd have to make the story go
2: yeah Yeah. Uh, well also then i kind of wonder would they pair him up with gary
0: (laughs) (laughs) that would be amazing
2: i I think that would be a nice pairing
0: but anyways see see them have their uh, i don't want to say my next line because we're releasing this before we exactly exactly yeah we'll move on uh all right let's move on to um do we just to do we want to get it out of the way
1: Let's get the flash. We'll save the best for last. Oh, God. <laughs> the one that's going to go past the five-minute mark? Yeah. Oh, we've already gone
0: past the five-minute mark on all of them, but I've been trying to. Yeah. When I hit the five, that's when I try and reel it in. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So, okay. Let's talk about the flash because... Um, Again, it, it, to me, it's been one of my favorite shows in the Arrowverse since, since we started talking about this. Legends has definitely come extremely close, if not surpassed it, many times this season. But The Flash, to me, is still one of my personal favorites. It's still one that holds a very special place to me in my heart. Um, and, of course, we were joined by John Wesley Ship from The Flash earlier this week. Uh, so let's talk about it. Let's open up the floor to The Flash.
3: This season's easily, easily got my most favorite villain of all of them just one cuz it's not another speedster and i just i love the brainy villains i like the villain who's always just 30 steps ahead of everybody else you're doing everything he wants you to do even though you don't
2: know it
0: yeah that's that's very true i know we've we've gotten a speedster villain what i think every season with the exception of this one Uh, You know into the fourth season what season one we had reverse flash season two we had zoom season three was Savitar so yeah it's been very it's been very good to see this kind of change of pace and I think one of the things that there's been some heavy criticism about this season of the flash and. I think it's it's one of those double-edged swords kind of situations where everybody was complaining, it's another speedster villain, it's another speedster villain, and now they're giving us what we've wanted, and that's not a speedster villain, and people are complaining that they don't like the villain. Well, what uh, do you want? You know, they yeah. gave you what you wanted, and now you're still complaining.
2: Actually, we haven't had a speedster villain, like, all season. Like, not even one of the side stories has been a speedster villain.
0: No, no, not at all. Like, and, and, you know, and... But at the same time, this show has shown us, especially within the past couple weeks, that the speedsters. Don't get me wrong. The core of the cast, with Iris and Cisco, and and um, you know, and Caitlin, and all those guys, and Wells, they're the core. They're the they're the best part of this show. They're the strength of this mm-hmm. show. But the show has also shown us in uh, Enter Flash Time that the speedster element of this show is really what pushes this show. That was one of the most phenomenal episodes this show has ever done. Mm -hmm. And they gave us a purely speedster episode. And didn't even need a villain in it. The villain was the situation. It wasn't a person. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I think, personally, for me, I I gotta say, as much fun as the season has been, uh, I think it's also lost focus more than any other season before it for The Flash. Um I I think they've done some really ballsy awesome things and I, I really give them a lot of credit. I I think DeVoe's been a great character. I think they showed their hand with DeVoe way too early though. Normally Flash has been a show that's been a big build up to mid-season and we all know where this is going for the remainder of the episodes. Like I think we we called it several weeks back. Uh it's DeVoe body hopping through the remainder bodies and then we're going to end up with Ralph as the big bad of the season with DeVoe uh, is the man behind the wheel, uh, and and they have to find a way to save Ralph. Um, and I, I think that's the downside. Is it was way too predictable. I don't. Once but, you saw what they I were w- doing,
0: but I wouldn't put my money behind that because this. I show, will
1: put my money behind that because
0: <laughs> this show has has diverted quite a few times and and thrown us for loops before. So I, I'm not necessarily putting all my money behind that. I Don't get me wrong. I think there's a very strong possibility we could see DeVoe body hop into, um, into Ralph, but I'm not putting my strength, putting all my money behind saying that he would become the big bad because of that.
1: Okay, that's fair. Uh, I, I'm still going to put my money behind that one, but fair.
0: All right.
2: I'm just wondering what's up with the meta that can take powers from one and give to another. Like, how will that play into the whole Devoe story
0: as well? Because he
2: technically didn't leave.
0: Mm-hmm. No, he's becoming a part of the team.
2: Right, so will Devoe end up in Dibney, or will something else change that, that will be thwarted, but who then would become the new Devoe? Like, what I'm saying is is basically could this meta take Devoe out of the body he's in at the moment and put it in, like, a natural person like they did between Iris and Barry.
0: I think that's exactly what they're... I think that's exactly what their plan is. I think mm-hmm. that they... I don't really think they put the thought into who the, the the metahuman ability would go into. They're just more worried about getting it out of DeVoe. Right, I know right. exactly
3: who they'll put it in. Wells. Marley's. But Yeah, that's where my thought... Oh. Ah. As
0: well, yeah. The
3: he's... He's clearly not the man she she fell in love with anymore.
0: No. You could uh, you could just
3: see that starting to turn in her head.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. we've made that prediction that she's going to turn on him at some point.
1: Yeah, and I think you're right. I think you are going to very much see Devoe inside more at least before season's end. But I do think you're definitely going to see Devoe take over Ralph at some point before season's end as well. Um, but you know what? I, I will say, um, I think one of the bigger the bigger problems this season had maybe was. Um, he lost a lot of focus on Barry. Uh, and I, I think that was uh, it was by design. But I also think that it, it made me not as interested or as excited at times. As much as I love Ralph, uh, I, we even brought in in episode 100. It's been um, very back and forth. Like Ralph has learned a lesson. Now he has not. And it's kind of like we're repeating that lesson every episode with him. And it it's feeling like. Um you're you're hitting your head against a brick wall and the message is just not getting through. And that's one thing I think they need to stop doing as fast as humanly possible. Because it's making me a little concerned.
2: There's that the the other part that I don't get me wrong, like I love Flash. Flash is easily like my second favorite show this season. But the part that has been very annoying for me, and I believe it's Ben also agrees on this, is the whole We Are Flash thing. Yes. Although I'm kind of over
0: that now. For me, it
2: still boils my blood. I don't know why. I just can't stand it. Every time she says it, I'm like, no, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to hear it. He is the Flash, not you. I mean, okay, granted, yeah, she got to be the Flash last week. But its I don't know. For some reason, that just burns me. I'm like, no, it's not that. And, And like the whole bit that like what almost all season like you know, she wasn't a reporter. She is a reporter. Why was it like, why did she leave that to become the leader? Like, just because Barry disappeared in the speech? I don't know. I'm rambling again, but <laughs> it, it it's little things like that irk me. I don't know why. I get I get easily annoyed. I guess, but I don't know. I'll <laughs> shut up now.
1: <laughs> Shad, how about you, buddy? Yeah, go ahead.
3: My my biggest sticking point was the whole trial of the Flash thing. I know that's a really cool storyline, but throwing him in jail uh no intended really slowed down the show for me you know the show is called the flash and then we got this long string of episodes that barely have the flash in it like he 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 uses his powers little bits here and there but just he's the star of the show he's what i go to the show for and he's just kind of
1: sitting down a lot yeah no, I, I totally know what you mean. And that's, I think, where I was saying is it, it, it lost focus. And it was just kind of like, let's focus on Ralph now. And it was a, a long string of episodes. And as much as I love Hartley Sawyer in this season, uh, it feels like so much of the season has been purely about him versus Barry. And I think that's, I think, where, where my concern was from. I mean, the show works well when it focuses on Barry and his supporting supporting characters around him. But, I, I mean, I think even some of the heart that the show had – uh, and still has, it, it, it has kind of been not as prevalent as it used to be.
0: Now, I agree with that as well. Um, all right. Closing remarks on the flash predictions, anything like that, that, uh, things we want to see come out of the remainder of this season. Hurry up and tell us who mystery girl is. <laughs> Don <laughs> yeah. Allen done. All right. I don't know. I, that's my prediction. I, I still think it's Don Allen. I know, Rob, you have a completely different prediction as well. Um, but I don't know. But, uh, my prediction is it's, it's Don.
1: Uh, how about you two? What do you guys both think?
2: I don't know, to be honest. I'm just letting the story play out on that one. Because I, I don't – it could be the granddaughter. It could be the daughter. It could be – someone from way in the future that's time traveled back. i like, I have no clue. So I'm just kind of letting that part of the story tell itself. Um, I was just thinking though, when you were saying about the, uh, like the heart and like the direction of the show and whatnot, I think that's the one thing that legends has managed to do better than flash. This season is the heart humor and spectacle. Yeah. I think legends has nailed that more than flash and which is what's made flash kind of like the secondary favorite show for me. Um, not saying it's been bad; it's, it's been very solid, and they've had a lot of great episodes, including Ender Flash Time, which was easily in the top five of all time. But I just find, like, like when you were saying about like the heart and whatnot, that's what I think just kind of struck me is it, this is the one season so far out of the four that I think the heart, humor, and spectacle kind of jumps up and down. It doesn't stay as consistent as in past seasons.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like the, it, it let out a secret recipe and uh, another show is like, oh, we could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
0: right. No, I can I can see that as well. I know as far as predictions go for me personally, um, we need to see it that's, uh, at least for one episode going into next season, uh, a new version of Wells, even if it's just for an episode, just because we need to stick with tradition uh and i would also like to see ralph continue to be a part of this team i think he's been a great addition to the cast so far and uh, i want to see him continue Mm -hmm. so Uh, all right uh let's just get it out of the way this is gonna be fun black lightning guys. (laughs) um oh black lightning
1: awesome
2: love it yeah no we're gonna save black we're gonna save black
0: lightning for last uh, we're, we're going in order to cheer
2: up the mood after yeah. yeah yeah
0: but we can't end on a on a low note uh so let's get it out of the way uh let's open up the floor for arrow here we go <laughs> uh,
1: I've said my piece I don't think I really need to jump in much here <laughs> so <laughs> um i
0: I will say this with the exception of the two interviews and the hundredth episode issue 98. And Rob, you're the one that kind of pointed this out to me. Uh, Issue 98 was the one where we ranted about how horrible this show has become, the writing on this show has become. Uh, And let's be real. It was a full on rant. We did not show any love at all. We did not pull any punches for how we felt about the show. And it is, with the exception, as I said, of the 100th and the two interviews, It is the fourth most listened to podcast on the Next Level Network of the month of March.
2: It's (laughs) funny you said that because my Bats, Bows, and Books rant for Arrow (laughs) was one of my most listened to episodes in Uh the last
0: eight months. (laughs) And I think, Rob, you're the one that said it. It's one of those things that people just went around the interweb listening to rants about how bad the show is and i think you were paul your bats bows and books was included in that our issue was included in that it was just people want to
1: know people absolutely want to know like when something is bad man people will tune in for a train wreck yeah Yeah.
0: and that's and that's unfortunately what this show has become and it's when i say the show it's not the show in general i think the acting for the most part is still there the characters are still there it's the writing Oh, writing has gone way downhill.
2: You said it in your episode, and I said it in mine. This is not at the actors. The actors are not at fault for this. No. Like, one bit. It is full-on writing. That's the I think, problem. I think you
3: could sum it up very nicely with one single phrase. The writers have failed this city.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think that's even a question. Uh, and, How, yeah, it's uh, these actors what this show to succeed this is their bread and butter this is and they love these characters a lot of them really do when you see them have good material man those actors are amazing i still to this day the 100th episode of arrow everybody's performance just was just flawlessly beautiful from start Mm -hmm. to finish last season everybody loved that story that was being told they loved it and they showed it in every performance this season even like again that episode when we were talking just a couple weeks ago that we all tore this apart even when they delivered those lines every one of them looked so angry that they were saying things and like you didn't believe or buy a single thing they said because they're like you could tell they said their line they said cut and like really guys you can't write this any better you're not even trying
2: well i even said like that episode like steven amell the whole episode looked pissed off and i don't think he was faking he's probably sitting there thinking what the hell am i doing like they it's you just said it like they all looked angry. They all looked like they didn't want to be a part of that episode. And then, of course, the next week we act like it didn't happen.
0: And that's and, and that's the point I was going to make, too, is that the only thing that has been consistent with this show is the bad writing. It's the story hasn't even been the bad story hasn't even been consistent. We got the one I was going epis- to say we, we got the one uh, episode that we ran it about about like, you know, Black Canary hitting um, you know, hitting Quentin across the face with the bow staff, and how that's not appropriate for the character, and, and such, and how much that hate that made us hate Black Canary, and, and and Dinah, and then you get the next episode. That's still another bad written episode. Uh, so that's consistent. But you have these two characters acting as if like nothing happened.
1: Exactly. But the only One thing th- consistent th- about the show is its inconsistency.
0: Yeah.
3: One thing's been driving me crazy too. When in the world did Black er, Black Siren ever have time to go get that money out of that bank? Just in that string of episodes happened in such a short amount of days, I can't for the life of me figure out how she was able to go get that money, hide it wherever, come
2: back. Well, and she didn't hide it very well because now apparently the money's been stolen again, and it's Diaz yeah. who stole it this time. So she didn't hide it very well.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's just it's one of those things that just it's. We and I, it, it I think feels like,
3: Go ahead It feels like something that was written in like a junior high creative writing class It's like this, this is the end I want to get to uh, How do I get there And they just kind of like Just cherry pick a few bad ideas And just mash it all together mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I think part of the struggle of the show right now too is One of the things I think that kind of helped The first five seasons was They had a five year story to tell So, you know, yes, there was some weak seasons in between, you know, with seasons three and season four, Uh, and then season five came back as one of the strongest seasons that show has ever had, but it finished the story. They're now at a point now where, where do you go from here? We don't have another five-year story to tell, because we don't even know if we're going to have another five years on the air.
1: I was going to say, you know where we go from here? Cancellation. Um, and, and, and
0: unfortunately, I would hate to see that for the actor's sake. I would hate to see that happen to this show.
1: Well, uh, I think the biggest problem is right now, You even the main fan base is mostly all agreeing in that, for the most part, you, you're now three for three. You, you have three good seasons and three... Well, two bad seasons and one that is just... Mediocrity at best, and, and I think that's a problem. Uh, you you don't have a lot of opportunities to come back from it. It is now the lowest rated show in all of the Arrowverse on and the DC shows on CW. Um, You know they have not announced a single shows renewal at this point in time yet, and uh, you know I, I'm sure all of them will be renewed. But I, I think Arrow's the show that needs to have a really tremendous season seven, and if it doesn't, I, I think that's the end. Yeah, it's kind, kind of creative. The thing that upsets me. (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry, Chad. Why don't you start first?
3: (laughs) The thing that upsets me most about Arrow this season is that last season it was my number one show. That Adrian, the whole Adrian Chase storyline, that was phenomenal. It was my number one show, and this season it is bottom of the barrel. It's the one I watched last. I put it off longer than any other show. There, there's been. Saturday night, just oh yeah, they're they're going to release the new episode of the podcast. I need to watch Arrow. Hey, and that's you know, it's, actually what I do. Too. I almost yeah. don't
1: even care. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, I have to record at nine thirty in the morning. Crap.
0: I was just going to say I, I do that as well. It's to the point now where I watch all the shows beforehand, and then you know if we're recording nine thirty on a Sunday morning, I'll be like, shit, all right, it's eight thirty. I have to watch Arrow. Uh, two reasons, one, because I know we're going to talk about it. And two, because I want everything I'm going to rant about to be fresh in my head. So it's, it's at the point now where, again, that, you know, you, you mentioned it earlier that you, Chad, that, you know, season five was so fantastic that it, it, I agree. It was probably one of my favorite shows out of the Arrowverse last season. And it's gone from first to worst. And it's to the point now where, again, I, I don't want to see it happen because of the actors on this show. That you know, um, they're all phenomenal actors. But at this point in time, if it becomes the one show out of the rest of the Arrowverse that does not get renewed, it's not the end of the world to me.
2: Agreed. Yeah, and what was funny when when Shad was mentioning about how last season was one of his favorites, it reminded it kind of made me laugh because this morning actually on Facebook. Um, you know how you get your like, oh, here's your memories from the past years. So my memory from last year this time said it was like this status that said to think last year I was ready to give up on Arrow and I just saw the best episode ever. Season five kicks ass. And now now, now I'm thinking a year later, I'm sitting here thinking, geez, last season was fucking amazing. This year, I'm ready to give up on the show again. Yeah, it, it, they can't. It's Rob said it perfectly. They're. Greatest consistency is their inconsistency. Mm-hmm. It's one season you're in love with it, and the next two you can't stand it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we're we're well past the five minute mark. Uh, closing remarks for. Uh, uh,
1: I think I think I don't even need a closing remark. <laughs> we learn to write the yet. black canary. Yes, I, I'll I'll second that. Yes,
3: I'm. I'm, I'm with you. Black canary take a black canary and stick with it.
1: Oh, we'll have if we have another season, we have at least another six to go. So hey, (laughs) take a deep breath. (laughs) You know what? Don't
2: be afraid to refer to the comics. You know, she's got sixty plus years of history. Pick some of it instead of trying to put your own spin on it because you're ruining the character. Like this one. No offense to Juliana Harkavy, but this one's been murdered. She's her character's done.
0: Yeah, I've I've basically written off this version of Black Canary already. Like, I get more annoyed when I see. This yep. version of Canary on screen than I do enjoy it, and it's one of those things I've mentioned on the podcast in the past that uh, you know I I was totally against a a um a storyline with Black Siren becoming
2: a redemption arc. Uh, yeah. That's
0: it, redemption arc. I was against a redemption. I couldn't think of the word. Um, I was against a redemption arc. But the way they've done with this current version of Black Canary, I'd rather see a redemption arc now.
2: Oh, I'm all for it. I say, do it. Mm-hmm. Give Katie Cassidy another chance, and just—I mean, at least this time she'll be a meta. She doesn't have the stupid collar around her neck. And... She has
1: the edge that character is supposed to have.
2: Done exactly,
0: and done. exactly. Yep. Ah, all right. Ah. <laughs> Rant done. <laughs> we will now. That's this will now become the fourth listened podcast out of everything for this month. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's move on to the final show of the well, not of the Arrowverse yet, uh, but of the shows that we talk about. And that being Black Lightning, we're still on the first season of this show. We're still on a little bit of a discovery when it comes to where the show is going. Uh, But as of now, the floor is open.
1: I'm just going to say right off the bat, I think what this show does as far as its handling of social issues is by far amazing. i I I don't think I've seen a show be so in your face about this the way that this has been with the exception of maybe Jessica Jones. Uh, This handles this stuff beautifully. It doesn't have kid gloves on when it discusses it. It dives in deep. It does it hard. It does not care if you're offended by the way that it's brought up. And I think that is a great, amazing testament to the show. But at the same time, man, anytime this show has a moment to slow down and you're focused purely just on the Pierce family, just being a family, man, that one thing that CW shows can just do over and over and over. And I will always bring it up heart, man, this show has got it in spades, but it's got a message. And it's, I think why the show is going to last a very long time on this network.
2: Yeah. I I was just going to add to it that, um, I can almost understand right now, currently why it's not part of the Arrowverse because it's a lot more mature than those other four shows and I'm not knocking those shows don't get me wrong but in terms of like like the depth and the the heaviness of the social issues black lightning is doing it at a level that is way more mature than the other four shows could handle right now and I almost think it's good that they're not in the same universe yet uh, if they ever choose to that is but like black lightning is like you basically said it, like they nailed the social issues and they don't care like you said, they they don't care if you're offended or not. This is what's going on. This is the world as it is right now. Deal with it. You have a lesson to learn from this. Um where like Flash and Arrow and that, they deal a lot with like love and relationships. Not saying that they don't deal with social issues, but like they don't deal with it like Black Lightning does. So I was just gonna say, like, I back when they said, "Oh, well, this wouldn't be part of the Arrowverse," and people were kind of upset about it. I can almost understand
0: why now. Yeah, and again, like, I wouldn't. I I agree on every aspect that has been said so far. This is the most real of any show that we've gotten, um, you know, of of all of the shows that we've had so far, and it kind of is the show that makes it stand apart from the rest of the Arrowverse, uh, even though it's technically not the Arrowverse. And when I say that. This week's episode, even though this state of the Arrowverse is actually going to be posted before our talk of next week, so I'm sure we'll talk about this again, but for the most part, most people have probably already seen this week's episode of Black Lightning, so I don't really think there's anything wrong with stating it now. There's been some major clues dropped that this show either is or could be a part of the Arrowverse at some point. I'm not going to say what the clues are because I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen this week's episode yet. But I wouldn't – I wouldn't call them – I wouldn't say that it's out of the running just yet that this show will become a part of the Arrowverse.
2: Okay. This is kind of how I have approached this so far because I can't remember what episode it was, but she had like the Outsiders comic book. Um, yes. And I, that was in – Great. The, it, thank you. Yeah. Now – the way they refer to certain characters in the Arrowverse, they refer to them almost as if they're characters out of the comic books. I almost get the feeling that they treat the Arrowverse like it's a fantasy comic book story that the real world of Black Lightning is aware of. If you know what I'm saying, like almost like they treat it like not like that. Everything that we see on the other Arrow shows, like Arrow, Flash, Legends, um, Supergirl that those are stories in the comic books that these girls would read in their world or they have CW as well or that. Yeah. They're, they're, just that option as well. I never even thought. I, about I didn't
0: it. <laughs> even think about these options until now either. And you make a good point. It could exactly it could be that because the characters that were mentioned, you know, of this in this past week's episode, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. They could technically be watching shows with these characters instead of being these characters.
2: Exactly, exactly. That's how I've kind of approached it. Um, and, and like I said, like going back to that issue where she had the uh, that issue that episode where she had the issue of the Outsiders comic book. And I just started, like, thinking, well, maybe they approach the other Arrow characters as either comic book characters or, like you said, TV show characters that they're watching in their world. So,
0: yeah, I
2: never thought of the TV aspect, though.
0: Yeah, no, I I didn't think of either the comic book aspect of it either. But when you thought about it, my mind instantly went to, you know, the 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 television show aspect Mm -hmm. of it as well. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, the story is definitely progressing at this point where we're more than halfway through the first season. So we're starting to get answers. There's still a lot of questions that need to be, uh, need to be answered as well. But so far, I think this first season has been extremely solid and I'm, I'm personally looking forward to seeing where it's going to go. Uh, we've hit the five minute mark. So, uh, closing remarks for black lightning.
3: I think the best part of the show kind of goes along with the uh, the social issues, the family dynamic that everybody else has talked about. You could take the superhero, you could take all the superpowers, all of that out of the show; it would still be an amazing show. If he was say just a cop, just you know trying to keep his family and his town safe, it would still just be a fantastic show.
2: Yeah, I well, agree with that completely. Same here. I'm just curious about the whole, uh, what's her name, Lawanda? Oh, like Lawanda.
1: The, the... Sorry, I didn't realize my mic was on mute, so oh. it's all good. <laughs> Oh, sorry, <laughs> right. right. uh, The Lawanda
2: and Lala thing, that, I'm kind of wondering where that's going. Yeah, me have
3: too. You, have have you all seen the previews for next week's episode?
1: I have no, not. Uh, not yet. I still need to watch this week. Okay. So.
3: Uh, it seems that something happens similar to the... uh Lawanda tattoo that's all i'll say
0: okay, like okay. A, another similar thing might happen in next week's episode right. okay uh yeah i kind of compared this show to almost being like the luke cage of the dc universe absolutely um, um which i think is a good comparison and i think it's a good place to wrap this up um one more thing I want to do before we get out of here just because I'm very curious and we can make this very, very quick so we can be out of here in like the next minute or two. Uh, let's just go around the board real quick and a quick one through five list your preference of the shows in order of one through five, one being best. Favorite show in the Arrowverse right now to your least favorite. I think we all know probably one in five for all of us uh, at this point, but I'm curious um, of two through three. Oh, five, will... for,
2: five for me is
1: Flash. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, really? I'm
0: a, no, I'm kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> you scared me for a minute. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm going to say right off the bat, least favorite for me, Arrow, followed by, I would say right now, uh, I would say Supergirl. Uh, and But that's uh, fourth, one through four. Well, actually, one to three um, are, are, are a really tight little group. But I would say Supergirl is still has a little bit of work to do. Followed by The Flash, then Black Lightning, and Best of the Best, uh, Legends of Tomorrow.
0: Okay. Uh, Shad, how about
3: you? Let's say number one is Legends, two is Flash, three is Black Lightning,
0: four is Supergirl, and number six is Arrow. (laughs) All right. Um, I'm just going to get mine out there because I I share mine is exactly the same as Shad's. Uh, One is Legends, two is Flash, three Black Lightning, four Supergirl, and five is... uh, uh, arrow uh paul we'll wrap it up with you what's what's your order
2: uh, number one legends number two black lightning number three flash four supergirl five
0: krypton six arrow
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice so
0: yeah um all right that's going to wrap it up for the state of the Arrowverse address. Uh, we'll have to keep doing more of these. we will have to do like at least one more, like one a season, if not multiple of these. Uh, but Paul and Chad, special thanks to you guys for, uh, for joining us for this. And hopefully we get to keep you guys going and being a continuously part of this podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: No, uh,
1: go ahead, Chad,
3: you go first. I was just saying, I'm, I'm always open for that Batman beyond episode. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll nice. make
1: it happen this summer so i think
0: um real quick anything that you guys would like to put out there websites podcasts anything like that
2: listen to me what lurks behind podcast zero <laughs> next level network
0: yeah next level radio is where you can find that as well as facebook.com slash what lurks behind podcast zero is that the right address Yep. all right uh chat how about you anything you want to you want to plug
3: uh, listen to Paul's podcast. I'm a very boring dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> uh, Rob, uh, just listen to Kathy and cast a pods on Next Level. Uh, our musical episode just went up, uh, I think, about a week or two ago now. And uh, the next one coming up will be a Ready Player One uh, episode looking back at pop culture in the 80s and 90s and how it shaped a generation, and then in addition to a review of the movie and a review of the book. I can't so. wait. And spoilers, full, full spoilers, and it also will be probably happening just three or four days after the movie comes out. So. Yeah.
0: Um, I will give the remainder of the plugs then. As I mentioned, nextlevelradioonline.com is the website for the Next Level Podcast Network where you can find this podcast, Showcast Spotlight, Caffeine Crew the Pods, What Lurks Behind Podcast heroes as as many, many others. Facebook.com slash nextlevelradioonline is the Facebook page for that. You can follow us online, facebook.com slash dcprimetime if you don't already. And of course, we want to hear your opinions, not only on the Arrowverse, but our opinions on the state of the Arrowverse, uh, give us a call and leave us a voicemail if you would like to do so. Uh, I still have to work on getting the greeting fixed. I'm going to work on that tonight. So hopefully by the time you're hearing this, it'll be fixed. Uh, But the number for that 1-888- two four seven five three eight zero it is toll free in the u.s and canada give us a call leave us a voicemail let us know your opinion as well and of course feel free to continue to comment and post on the facebook page as well gentlemen once again thank you for being a part of this uh state of the arrowverse address uh thank you oh, to everybody thank else you. yeah uh,
2: thank, thank you th- and congrats on your hundredth by the way thank you, oh, thank, oh, you. thank you seriously uh, that's quite an accomplishment
0: so, yeah, we're, we're really proud of it. We've had a fun week so far with everything we've been able to put out there, including this.
2: That's yeah. oh, been great.
3: It's been so. a great week.
0: Uh, of course, to the rest of you out there, to all the listeners, thank you for posting, commenting, subscribing, all that you do. Please share the podcast, share all the posts that we do. Uh, and we look forward to another 100 plus episodes coming your way in the future. Uh, but until the next one, we'll see you guys around the bend. Take care. Peace. See ya. Hi